and the sensitivity of the spirit. Because I'm going to tell you, today I come with expectation. I come today with a word on my heart. I come. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. But I didn't get a notification. With a sting, but that sting always indicates the healing property is going to take place. So also preserve, it keeps the pain from happening. In other words, it keeps something alive a little longer than it should have been. Well, somebody shall hallelujah. Glory be to God. And then salt has flavor. Glory to God. And uh, we, we learned something through a demonstration and we watched uh, two eggs. One just dropped in regular water and one dropped in salty water. Well, the one in salty water floated to the top. I don't know if y'all know anything about the uh, what this is in Israel, but the the, uh, the salt, the lake there, that uh, if you go in, into that lake, you literally just float. Yeah. Your, the properties of the salt keep you afloat. Naturally, water you sink, but in the salt of God, it will keep you lifted up. It will keep you lifted up. You don't hear me high and above. But today, you know, I'm grateful. We got a young lady here in our service, and I don't even know her name. Uh, she was here yesterday. And she delivered a, a prayer. And, uh, but more than that, I was listening. The young lady said she hadn't walked in the last seven years. You're not hearing me. I happened to have a personal experience. Uh, five years ago, I was had an accident and I was in a wheelchair and I couldn't walk for three months. So I know what three months was like. I can't imagine seven years. Woo. Now I happen to see the numbers. I had three months and she had seven years. And yet she's walking. She's able to dance for us this morning. Glory. And I can't help but give God the glory. You don't glorify God for me. Hallelujah. Yeah. If y'all can't see, we won't get cameraman that'll be able to move the camera, but the, the young lady is in the presence of church with us today. Amen. And I am grateful to have her presence here because I was like, That's you why could get walk that big camera. And, and God has her on her feet. And I couldn't help but say thank you, God, for sending her here today where I could acknowledge your glory and what you have done. I just, I just need everybody else to know this. Because y'all, we think, we worried about. I'm going to just make it. I'm going to make our stuff trivial compared to that. Okay. We worried about some, some, some peanuts. And he lifted her up off of a bed. Thank you, Lord. When the enemy wanted to keep her. Because if he can keep her down, he can keep her here in 
and then you keep the glory. Because he made this point to give God the glory. And everybody needs to know that when God sets you free from something, you gotta give him glory. You've gotta give him glory. You can't keep holding on to that stuff. And by the way, it was not you that did it. It had to be God. Had to be. Mm. I'm watching some gifts. I'm seeing gifts come forth. And I want to share with you. That's that's exactly why I'm here. I am called to help push people in those gifts because those gifts are what God gave me. But if you use it and let it sit formal, it does nothing. But when you use it, oh my goodness. I got a word for y'all today. I'm telling you, I'm excited. I've been away, but like Pastor Bob said, I've not been on vacation. I've not been on vacation. I wish it was that easy to say vacation. And it's the first time in my career, in 23 years, that I did not have to be in the house every day and every Sunday. But I felt so comfortable because of the leaders that he has given me, the associates that are are working with me and through me uh, are doing their job. And, and I just feel what I sit back and with them when they preach. I listen to every one of them. Whether I was here or not, I was in, I was on the line. Amen. And I, 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 I'm, I'm excited. I'm watching what's happening here. And so I'm going to share with you. Faith without works is dead. And I'm going to walk you through some scripture this morning. I'm going to share something with you. You'll understand why I'm so excited and why you'll understand even today what's happening. And I pray that you have ears to hear and eyes to see, and more than that, a heart to receive what God is about to do. Amen. And and I've been meditating on this. Uh, You know what I got to tell you? Just a number of things that I could do. and I'm going to use this first metaphor um, because um, I have a swimming pool. And in the swimming pool, turned green. But normally, it, didn't take, it doesn't take me a lot of work. I got this. Oh, I have a salt conditioner. And the salt generates out of itself over and over yeah. again. And the salt is like chlorine. It cleanses the pool. But because of the heat and the fact that I have not been here to tend to it, it started turning green. So I had to do something a little different. I, I had to go to the store and I had to go get some chemicals. And I was going to say, sometimes you're going to you're gonna have to dig down deep and go in and have some conversation with God uh-huh. and uh, get, get an extra word. But I had to go to the store and I had to get uh, uh, some stuff called shock. And shock shocks the water. <laughs> so uh, I, I went and got the shock yesterday, and I poured the shock in. Uh, I, I poured about six bags of it. Normally, it only takes about four, but I said I'm going to put a little extra because I want it clear. And uh, sure enough, I was up there at about 7 a.m. this morning, and the water is clear. <laughs> so it did what it's supposed to do, the effects of shocking the water and taking out that which was causing it to turn green and feeling comfortable, and that should be unhealthy. 
but some of y'all gonna get this in a minute because what I want to tell you today because we're gonna bring some stuff called it's almost like shock treatment into your lives because and if you apply it, it's gonna clean some stuff out. The worshiper had it right. She said that you know we can't come in here and expect something from God and we give him nothing. David figured that out. David was at the threshing floor of Ornon, and listen, Ornon representing who he was, the anointed king. And he said, listen, king, whatever you want, you can have it. David just said, thank you, Ornon, but uh, I can't go to God with something that costs me nothing. Oh, somebody, you ought to get that right there. You can't come to God with something that did not cost you anything. In other words, you can't give him something that belongs to him. So you gotta give him what you got. When it's yours, and you give it to God, now he can work with you. I'm gonna help you make sure you see. We can't keep moving all off my face. We can make that little background titles of what you I love every one of y'all. And I am not going to change the faith or the level that God did. But I just like do to what God has given me is available to you. Yeah. Yeah. This thing ain't about me. It's nice about our God. And the level of faith that He's called us to, and He calls you that you're here at Seven Hundred. I know you're a part of it. Yeah. But you got to activate yours. So he can do what he needs to do with like 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 But together, but it's more, God, you know, like imagine what we can do. We can upload PowerPoints in here, and it goes like a PowerPoint. Hallelujah. Turn the Bible real quick. I'm going to start here. Pastor Rob mentioned it. And boy, Earl, I'm so glad we got young man Mark right there at the sound booth over there. Young man, it goes up. the Lord put him on my heart. I'm going to tell him he, he, he's gifted with computers. Right? So we need we need to have him pull his gift out and use it for the kingdom. And then I have to be here for him for some other reasons. That's what the Lord dealt with me with. So you can count on that, Mom. I heard God, and I'm going to do what he said. Pastor Bruce, we got work to do. Just the first time in all the 23 years of ministry, days when we didn't have 50 cents. But every pastor that is here is working for the ministry some way, shape, or form. Hallelujah. With a paycheck. Tell me that ain't God. Because I guess y'all were there when we didn't have one. <laughs> this is for like a switcher. The cameras so are coming. I know through. it's God. And we got two so cameras set up. One right there, right here. Right here. And then um, we got the computer coming up here too, so we can put them on the screen. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 20 the harvest is past and summer has ended I wanted to share that summer is over and the harvesting season for the last harvest is ended right it's past but there's a new one coming and that's what we gotta get prepared for so the fall is going to be a place now so that sets in motion for some so things to start to die. The when things start to die, when we get to winter, winter will well. allow them to die the because King of all the freezing. But spring, uh, we got all we'll set forth with a spring forth. 
with power and with might. It's called process. So we need to go through this process to die, abide, to live again. Oh, uh, y'all gonna get this in a minute. And so uh, my message today is going to come from Ezekiel chapter 33. Go there, please. Ezekiel chapter 33. And you'll understand why I got so excited when I heard a prophetic voice going and being said. And the Bible tells us in Ezekiel 33. Turn there in your Bible, starting at verse 1. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, speak to your countrymen. Well, I'm going to put, speak to your congregation. And they will and say to them, when I bring the sword against the land, and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him in their a watchman. And he sees the sword coming against the land, and he blows the trumpet to warn the people. Then in anyone hearts, hearts hears the trumpet, but does not warn, does not take the warning, and the sword comes and takes the, takes his life, his blood will be on his own head. Since he heard the sound of the warning, and this would be that this would save him. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes, and he will hold the watchman accountable for his blood. Verse 7. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of the harvest. So hear the word I speak and give them a warning for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you will surely die. And you will not speak outside of the destiny of him from his ways that the wicked man will die for his sin, and I will hold you accountable for his blood. But if you do warn the wicked man and turn from his ways, and he does not do so, he will die from his sins, but you will have saved yourself. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let me share with you. This is not an easy word to share. This is not an easy word to tell people. See, a lot of ministries want to tell people uh, everything is going to be all right in the morning. Cool and it will, yeah. if God's in it. Yeah. But there is a process in which we must go. We and so I hear Facebook, clearly that God says, you know, we have, uh, we have kind of gotten lapsed in our office. And I'm, I'm going to speak from the office of the pastor. Uh, they have gotten comfortable and wanting to tell people what they want to hear and making them feel good instead of telling them the truth. And God is dealing with me and has been saying to me, I've not called you to be an ear tickler, but I've called you to be a, a watchman. Watchman says what he is and tells the truth. There's nothing like watching the weather station that is accurate. You got a Mac at home? No. Watching one that is inaccurate will cause you to prepare for life wrongly. He said it's going to rain today and you go out and it's sunny. You got your umbrella on and, uh, you know, just, you know, you dress different. But when you're prepared for the proper day, for the proper time, for what it is, when, when, when the information has been relayed correctly, then you're prepared properly. 
And I see the church, I tell people all the time, Martha Stewart went to jail for what they call inside information. Right? But our God, through the Holy Spirit, wants to keep the people of God alerted and on point all the time. He doesn't want us to be surprised. Because he knows all things, he can use his Holy Spirit to speak to us for those that us can hear. And so the job of a watchman is to watch and see and share what's going on. And I believe God is calling me, not just the faith harvest, I'm going to send you up to bigger than that, and then I'm pushing myself into a region, and there's nobody speaking the word of God, particularly in this region on the East Coast. I mean, nobody's talking to us about the kingdom and the things of God. It's the voices are silent. There's no unity. There's no place of gathering where the one for the people of God. It's all of these, you know, these little mites and ites. Come on. And I'm saying, God, I know you're bigger than that. And he said, but deal with me in my heart about being a watchman. And what's a watchman? A watchman has to be able to see and hear and communicate to the people what's going on. I got to tell you, and I want to, my heart goes out in selfish and honoring those that have uh, perished in 9-11 21 years ago. But I would say, I got a problem because I know something about the United States and our military system, that it has the ability to detect nuclear weapons before they were launched. How is it the watchman? I gotta say this, I'm not, you know, I'm not a military man, you might be somebody that don't be offended at a lot of lives are lost, but how was it that if we can detect a missile before it's launched, we could tell what was happening, and it's the first time in the history of America. Okay, let me tell you America is one of the greatest countries uh, that exists. Okay, I don't care what you've been through in it. Okay, it's still one of the greatest because freedom does exist here. Okay, and especially with God. We'll go a step further when you tap into Him. But what I know is that something happened, and it allowed the enemy in, and for the first time on American soil, when we attack on our own soil, we have fought every other war on somebody else's land. But this one came to us. Ah, don't be surprised. The enemy is busy. There's more to come. But I need the people of God. This is not a notice for you to be fearful. This is a notice for you to be faithful. Because the faithful will prevail. The word of the Lord came. It didn't come for nothing. It came for something. Okay. So in other words, I want us to know that if we're prepared and we're in place and we cover and we're covered with the word of the Lord. And let me say we covered with the blood. By the way, famine and all this other stuff is not new to our country or our world. My God, the death angel came. Yeah, so but the, the folks that were covered together. with the blood Somebody say the blood. He went over that house. Wow, because he understood that that house was covered by the blood. I mean, don't touch it. We we moved away from those things that protect us. 
So we have a graphic designer that sends us the stuff, and, and she's and like, um, Adobe, was Adobe. To us. Go to Isaiah, uh, chapter 8, verse 12. Listen to this. I've got a few scriptures for us today. It says, do not call conspiracy everything that these people call conspiracy. And do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord, um, on, verse 13, the Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. And he is the one you are to fear. He is the one that you should dread. In other words, look together. And he will be a sanctuary. In other words, a sanctuary, he'll be that place of, of protection. He'll be that place of peace. He'll be that place to cover you. Yeah, and so really we have moved away from those things and we believe in everything else and somebody else is going to protect us. And even this. right now, you've got the church torn up between political parties and we can't expect either one of them because it's not going to happen from a political party. It's only going to happen by God. And he's not even one. He's greater than that. Right. So, I, I she made all of our graphics. Uh, we use. It's pretty much like during the week she sent oh it. God. And then we upload it to here. You got to tell the people. Tell the people. And this is important. Which one you know about? And, a, and a, lead, a leader that can tell so, has to be a leader that can tell you. He has to not only talk, and he has to walk. Are you sitting in here for a camp? I've heard it as a citizen. 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 I've heard it as a do so it looks like you're using 4K HD. Yeah, yeah. Because of these are So I'm okay with that. I'm not giving you a license to send, but I'm telling you, don't say something you can't live. And I try to walk before people that share that, and I try to be a man of God, and, and then I believe I have to try, and, my, my, and I share with being a, a man of God. And being a, a, a leader of a business is a hard thing to do because I can't separate, have a hard time separating the father figure and the pastor figure when it comes down to doing business. Because I'm a father at heart. And a real father loves his kids, even if you have to spike them, they're still yeah, love. <laughs> My God. You know, you, I don't know if you've been at that one where, especially down by grandkids. And if I have to, uh, tell my grandkids something, and, and then I had to go sit all to the corner and felt bad. Now I'm feeling guilty, and I didn't do nothing wrong. But I got corrected for the love. You see what I'm saying? And if you'll love, you'll let them do anything. And you let them do anything, you know what? That happens. Y'all remember Star Trek? Dr. Spock. Dr. Spock wrote a book once, and he had a challenge. And he believed in allowing your son, your kids, let them do whatever they want. So his son killed himself. And then he even thought, had I been there to say something, to do something, maybe I still have my son. I'm just saying, so maybe we can get together. You can't let maybe it, they don't know the enemy's alive. And it tricked um, so we can, you know, real father, ask any other questions on their behalf about it, but it's, it's pretty simple. He will walk in. It's simple setup. It's easy. He'll be there. Not a respecter of person. Loving on all of them. 
So, like, do you have any private network? You know, like the internet. Yeah. For myself, yeah, I'm not patting myself on the back, but there's nobody here that knows me from when I was a child, except my mother, and uh, she's been in our service, and I've said this very thing so everybody knows those who've been around. But uh, I grew up thinking about nobody else but me. Uh, I even got saved. And I started praying, God bless my poor yeah, and no more. Uh, I started asking it for stuff, give me, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Uh, I saw him doing asking for we things. Got, we got a private morning. God dealt with me. He said, this the, isn't about me, stuff. The, the internet. He said, you really want to learn no, to pray. No interruption, so and we just keep it private. So stop praying for yourself and start praying for other people. Oh, my goodness. What a revolutionary idea. And I started praying for other people. And things started happening for me that I don't even know how it happened. And then I fell in love with God's people. I fell in love with what he called me to do. So now I love his people in spite of, and I hear all kinds of stuff. I see all kinds of stuff, and I wonder why. But now I can't patty cake it. Pastor Bruce, I can't sweep it under the table. I have to tell people the truth. I have to be able to look them in the eye, love on them, be there for them, but tell them the truth. And that's what's going to make a difference. And that's what's going to happen in the because uh, Ezekiel in his house has looked at their heart and told by the way, I am not preaching to the group. I need y'all to hear what it is I'm saying. I'm off because this season that Ezekiel lives is now a message of hope. Okay, I'm a faith man, and the Bible says now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and evidence of things not seen. But the 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 beginning of the word now, now has to do with the present second. Right now, but the moment I mention the word hope. It's because it so, puts it futuristic. So, you can play so hope always, and so tabs. that's why it begins with now, it could happen now, but more likely time that it happens in the future. With hope. Evidence of things I've seen. We're living in a time right now, those that have been here and been a part of the ministry, we've been speaking some things that we said God said and God was doing, and y'all seen it come back. Man, one eye and half a brain can see that God is involved in And But I, what I realized is it was faith and faithfulness. So when did faith begin? Now. When was, so for me, when I got involved in ministry 23 years ago, it began 23 years ago. I couldn't stop believing just because it didn't happen the next day. Oh, some of y'all going through that same thing. And then I experienced some stuff. I saw some people with some ministry started the same time as mine. And I started to fuck out, well, why? That can't be me. Or well, why can you do what they you doing over there with me, with, with with them, with me? Be careful asking for something that somebody else wants. Come on, say something. Be careful. I had to repent. Come on. Now remember, you know, one pastor started the same time I did. Great ministry exploded. Had two or three ministries, and they, they, they started. And I want to be a, at some point, 
I, I love helicopters. I would like to have a helicopter. Well said, Pete Craig. But uh, the form of travel is great. And in order for him to get to the next the other church, he didn't have to worry about being stuck in traffic. He got on the helicopter and get to the next uh, next uh, service. But all of that fell apart. And they found him in a hotel in New York dead. My senator said that I wouldn't really wish for that, nor did I wish that on him. But I'm, my point is that sometimes we ask for things to show pictures to go forward from the other side, but you don't know the pain, the struggle, or even the cost that it puts in somebody else. So why don't you just ask God for what it is he has for you? I need you to understand something. Bishop, nobody else has your fingerprint. Your fingerprint, 8.2 billion people in the world, and not matched by anyone else. That is the most amazing thing in my life to me. I, I keep on to that God has done. Because the other thing that somehow the pattern has to cross is not somebody. Nobody. Can't happen. How, who did that? Only God. So that means there's a uniqueness for all of us that He's called. But before we understand, we need to understand who we are, who we are, and to operate in it. Now, there's a problem because I share with you, there's a trumpet needed to be blown because it needs to warn people about something happening. Why? There's been an adversary assigned against you. Every one of you have been assigned an, an adversary against you. You say, well, why? If I did nothing, why? So, listen to me. There's no compromising with the enemy. Uh, if you're here and you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord as a born again believer and you walk in the dark, you've been assigned. Now, if you don't have no problems in your life, I question whether you're doing anything for God. But I'm going to tell you why. Because the adversary has been assigned against you. The reason he has is because of who uh, you've been made and created to be. The Bible says, I've been created in the image of God. And he said, I, I made them. Right? I made them, male and female. I created them in my image. Right? Human beings. Now, that, the reason that's so important, you remember the first sin did not happen on earth. The first sin happened in heaven. By God, by the name of Lucifer. Lucifer said to the king and to the other angel, I want to be like him. In other words, I want to be in his life. But he didn't create him in his life. Oh, by the way, he created him. He, he didn't create him in his life. And so, out of that statement, the Bible tells me, he was booted out of heaven and he hit the earth like light. Poof. And he's been there ever since. And then, but he took a third of the angels with him. But I need y'all to keep this in mind. The Bible says he took a third. I want you to do math right now. I'm going to help you with math. So he took a third. God kept two thirds. Two thirds is greater than one third. Angels cannot reproduce. They're not reproduced, so they're, they're, they're in existence. The number is what it is. Okay? And there's a lot. But nevertheless, it is what it is. But I always want you to keep in mind, it can't be greater than God because he kept the other two. 
He said, I'm just trying to help y'all here because do any of us think the enemy's winning? You obviously don't know God. And which is the biggest issue. God is sharing with me. Our issue now is to get to know him. If I know him, I will know how to operate, how to navigate in life. So navigating and knowing him is the key. Jesus says, if you know me, then you know the Father. So he is clearly the way, the truth, and the life. He is clearly the pathway in which if I get to know him, I'll get to know God's ways. Now the challenge is, we don't want to spend the time to know him. So the watchman, I'm here calling out and telling you there's tools that he's giving us through his word. This is one hearing his word, but you need to confirm his word with his word by his word. We've got to stop believing what everybody says and we don't confirm it. I'm, a, I'm an avid believer as a teacher and an educator. He says, listen, do not say and believe anybody if they cannot back up what they said by at least two scriptures. I can quiz one, but I cannot quiz two to make it say the same thing. You can't do it. It's impossible, right? So I want to encourage you get your word. So in this hour, in this hour, knowing God is the most important thing. If we get to know him, we'll know how to operate, we'll know who we are. I discovered who I am because of my relationship with God. Out of that, I, my life has got peace to it now because I'm sharing it by, with who he tells me to share it with and do what I'm supposed to do. So now I'm encouraging you. I love all of you. But I cannot encourage you to sit still and do nothing. I didn't come to church to work. I came. I want to be blessed. So I'm, I'm trying to bless you. So to bless you is, so listen, I want to bless you for you to be a blessing. Amen. I want to bless you so you can be a blessing. And in order to do that, you must discover who you are and what it is you do. And yeah. hey, listen to me. It doesn't mean you let it go not to your door. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But you will not to open your mouth. Yeah. You will have to tell somebody something. There's somebody waiting to hear from you. Yes. Yes. My God, let me share this with you. It's Sister Debbie. She's here in the audience. But I don't care what else she does, but as long as she keeps telling me the revelation that God gives her uh, about things that he's telling her, then it keeps me on track to say, well, at least what I'm saying is what you're doing works. <laughs> because I know she's listening. I'm not saying anybody else is not. This particular one, it, it works when she tells me. She back and analyzes the word. And she's a thinker. Right? And, I, and I love that. Right? But then I love when I sit back and hear how God took over and kicked her thoughts out. Here, this is what I'm saying. Forget about how you think. Forget about what you want. And she acknowledges it. And that's what I'm saying. So when you got to start acknowledging, there's some stuff we got to do our way. They're not necessarily his way. Right? So that's the part we got to. Yeah. Come on. Gotta kick out. 
right? And so that's also the part that the enemy likes to gravitate to, and if he can, he'll move you over there. So the church, but we gotta be careful, and that's what So what is my job? I can raise it. I said, but I'm blowing the horn with a loud one. But to blow the horn and to share the truth and to have people uh, move into the place where they, they need to move yeah. is the key. Come on. And I really want to tell the church today that we can't afford and, and it came in worship. We can't afford to sit down on top. The hour is getting later. We've just seen something uh, in 2020. Now I got to tell you, we didn't just get that. So for those of y'all that don't know it, no COVID-19 didn't just show up on March 13th, 2020. It's already there. He just let you know yes. on March 13th yes. that we have a worldwide epidemic yes. that is going on. There's lots of things that, be, that are known right now that you and I don't know yes. that exist. But do you think God doesn't know? Yeah. How about a great time for the inside information? Yeah. If we talk to the Holy Spirit to be able to hear what it is he's yes. so that we can be so the greatest strategy in war is knowing what the enemy is about to do. That's the greatest strategy. That's the greatest strategy. But what's happening is the church has lost their post and the people that they're watching to wear places. And so they they just still facing on what happened before will happen again. I didn't tell you that's not so. And by the way, I told you, be careful. We gotta move. There's such a move with God, right? God's been moving me. And I said, you will not find me where I was. I meant that. You will not find me physically. You will not find me spiritually. You will not find me naturally in the places I used to be. Because why? He's moving me. And he's not where I used to be. He's moved on. Y'all yeah. remember the pillar of cloud? By day and fire by night? Yeah. He didn't stay in one place. He moved. And it was imperative if the people saw him, they moved with him. That's right. What's happening to our vision? Talk to us. We want to set up tents. We want to be like Peter on the Mount of Transfiguration and see him. And he said, Oh, this is good. Y'all want a good time? Let's just stay here. He's going to move on even from the good time. By the way, I've discovered something. I wish I could live on the mountaintop all the time, but I can't. Because my life is to be from faith to faith to faith. And so in order for me to do that, I'm going to have to go down the mountain. As I go down the mountain, I go in the valley. As I go in the valley, I've got to trust God to get out. I can't make a tent there because he said, listen, don't live here. He said, he said, although you may see the shadow of death, he said, uh, it's a shadow. He can't hurt you. He said, keep moving. And if you'll keep moving, you'll get up and you'll be at the foot of a new mountain. Now there's going to be a new challenge. 
So in other words, you're going to have to keep your eyes on the mark, on the cross, the high call, which is Jesus. And if we got our eye on Jesus, we know Jesus is in Jesus, but we are, and we get to know him, then we'll know what we're capable of doing. And when God shows you something, you can see it, and you can hear it. So today, today, God has been dealing with my heart to really share with the church, this particular church. You know, uh, I'm driving up. I'm glad to see people are getting back out. I'm glad to see churches that are filling up. Amen. But there's a group of people that's been called to this church. Amen. And there's some work that we got to do. We got to open our mouths. We have to say what needs to be said. We need to do what needs to be done. Amen. And I got to tell you something. It can't be just done by me. Come on. I wish I was that anointed. And I, I let me share with you. And I believe I'm nobody. I'm not saying it in a negative way. But everything I'm talking about requires a team yeah, and a team. Yeah. And I'm good with that. I'm good with what God has his way. I'm not trying to do something and be about this isn't about me, it's about our God. Yeah. And I, I know he didn't just call me, he called you as well. He called us all here. You know, and for me to sit back yesterday and watch uh, four preachers stand up and reach the gospel at the breakfast, you know, ah, oh, I'll be proud of the, of, the, of the spiritual father and the leader to be able to hear your sons and daughters speak 
and speak the word of God in truth. My God, God bless you. Right? But we can't do it. Oh. I'll leave this. I love y'all. Don't get y'all this wrong. Y'all can't just do it in the way it's not provided. Hello, hello. We ain't one with you. Yes. Meaning that there's some other voices that you have been speaking to yes. that I don't give a chance to see that you see. So when you see her, you speak to her. Uh, they might be on your bus. Uh-huh. They might come across walk across in front of your house. Uh-huh. They might be in front of on the corner. That's right. I, I don't know where they are. They might be at the doctor's office. That's right. But when you see them, open your mouth. Open your mouth. God is calling us to a whole nother level. God is calling us to another place. And in this place, he's sending in his people. We will people to come and all multiple gifts, multiple business. You know, it, I, I, I said to me yesterday, you know, I heard some got a lot of people important. Because we heard, you know, thank God for uh, whatever. I believe. I have to say, I said, he couldn't have said that unless the Holy Spirit uh, uh, gave him that ability to say it. But he said some things that were really encouraging. And they were said about me, right? But if you don't know better, if you don't know better, you'll let us all get a big head. But you need to keep things in perspective and really start thinking. And I started thinking about where we came from. I started thinking about the, all of the things that we've been doing. And we're still here. We're still together. I started thinking about that. And then I thought, and, and then I thought, he saw you. He knew you had to go home and go to sleep that night or try to with the pressures of the world or, or the pressures of the weight of what God called us to that nobody else knew about. Do you know the weight, the nights I had to go to sleep with some stuff? To trust God. And I gotta tell you something. God came through. Oh, God. Y'all wouldn't be sitting here. I can assure you of that. So listen, we're getting ready to before we get ready to close. I'm gonna share this message from the beginning one. But even next week, what this thing isn't about, I need everybody doing their part. Right now, Harvest is getting ready. To give away $10,000 in scholarships to, to children, young people, and adults who have an entrepreneurial spirit, who want to do something, put together a program, we're going to be able to give you a little seed money to get it going. This is something we've had another uh, person contact us, want to sell it to us, and this is the purpose of what it is we're doing. So I'm thinking, here we are able to do this. These are things that I'm saying. And we, we had to sweat when we didn't have 10 cents. So this is why I know some of y'all from you watching me, this is, I'm an avid giver and a believer about time because I'm scared to even miss it. I know it's just believer. Just because I believe how important it is and what God has done. And because I have it, even when, when I didn't know how something was going to happen, he opened it day away. And I think if that has been a part of the program and the plan, that's part of what we're doing. So right now, we're able to be able to give something away more than what we get. Now, I can't be nobody but God. 
and share you with this. I know this message is intense. Uh, I want to encourage you about the ministry before we go off to the air and talk to the congregation here in Athens. But I want everybody to hear this. Because you might need to be in church, right? You're not going to be able to keep doing this. And in those scholarships, we're, we're going to be able to present it to us in person. Okay? Um, so we're inviting you that are listening uh, uh, via the airways to come in and be a part of this. But we expect to do that um, in the next coming weeks. We're putting together the program to be able to make that happen. But more than that, um, we're going to be at next week, men's ministry uh, is having a meeting, and I'm excited about that, you know, because ministries are now after years, uh, two years of destruction from COVID and separating us. We're able to come back together and do stuff. And let me share with you, stuff will be y'all, all of us, y'all been living with flu and cold for a long time. But they were devastating at some point and wiping out masses for people. Right? But y'all don't remember that. I know that. And now we just live with it. It's womb season. Well, now you're going to know. Amen. It's going to be COVID season. But let me share with you. We need to know the Lord. We need to use wisdom, operate in wisdom, and be covered by the blood. Okay? Uh, you will be mine. I'm not trying to, don't, don't need to fear. All right? But we're going to trust God. I want to encourage you. It's work for us to do. There's things that we need to get going. Okay? Uh, you know, somebody do. Let me share with you. Here's a you don't just have to have. This isn't the only ministry. This is ministry. This is the word of God. Nothing I think is more important. But I need you to stop thinking something that you have to do can't be due to ministry. That's right. That's right. Everything you do can be used in the ministry. Everything. Everything can be used in the kingdom of God. I need people to start seeing that. Seeing how we can make a difference in our world. And, and by the way, there is no compromising uh, with the enemy. Uh, there is no negative deal. He's a liar. He's a thief. He's got his whole MO in creation. Steal, kill, and destroy. He cannot do anything any different, although he may tell you. <laughs> so, because of who he is, he will fulfill what he does. So, I can help you now. There's no need of compromising because it changes nothing. Fight, you win. And this is a fight that I call a fixed fight. You just got to show up. And uh, showing up will make a difference. And, you know, the enemy's going to come up and show up because he wants to stop you from doing what God has called you. He wants to stop you from being who God called you to be. And so I would encourage you today. We're sitting on the wall. I'm watching you out the airways for what God has sent you to do the call. And I'm going to continue. When, when, when something shows up, I will blow the trumpet. When you hear the trumpet, prepare. Here's what I need you to do. Pull your weapon out. Did you hear what I just said? I need you to, uh, I'm not going to leave you uh, just with, with just a word. When you hear the sound of the trumpet, what must you do? Pull the weapon out. 
for your weapon. What is the weapon? The word. Pull your weapon out. Okay, you see, so when we hear the, we hear the trumpet, pull your weapon out. You may not even see the end, but be on guard. But be on guard. Hear me. Hear me. The church has been laying down and getting comfortable and to the point he can't even tell the difference. And that's exactly how he made the opposite. Okay. And be, be, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. But don't put your weapon yet and use it if you have to. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a head clap and praise God. Praise God. I, I, I do want to read one more scripture before I close. And that Revelation. Um, Chapter 21. That's the book we don't like to go to. Right? Everybody, everybody, uh, don't like to turn it. Revelation 21, verses 7 and 8. I'll, I'll build off of the name. Let's close with it today. Revelation, so you know, you have the end of the book. There's one more chapter after that. Revelation 21, verses 7 and 8. He who overcomes will inherit all of this, and I will be his God, and he will be my sons. But the cowardly and the unbelieving and the violent and murderer, the sexual immoralism, those who practice magic, art, and idolatry, and all the liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of the burning sulfur. In other words, Listen, those that overcome will be the overcomers. Overcome what? Overcome all of the obstacles and the mist and disbelief that exist here in the earth that wants to turn us against God. Mm. That's, that's the overcomer. And he says, you will be my son. But I need our ladies, we have right here. That word son does not mean male. Son means human. Male and female. Okay, so I need y'all to know you covered. Okay, we're not preaching nothing against that. Anybody who believes we don't, you're covered. Okay, it's important to understand who he was writing to and how to talk and even what the Hebrew word meant. Or, or you know, for that matter, whether uh, whether it was Hebrew or uh, yeah, Aramaic, whatever. So that's one of the things we do with in Greek is study to see what was the original intent. But I say all of that to say I love you. I really believe you God is going to use me in a different ways in this hour. Um, I'm availing myself uh, to him. I think he's putting things in place. Yeah, by the way, nothing no longer matters whether it's my voice or yours. Are y'all gonna hear me? It no longer matters whether it's my voice or yours. I'm encouraging you. So if you're the one who's going to use, I will support you 100%. Amen. I don't care whose voice it is. What I care is that we do it. If God gives it to you to say it, do uh, Kevin, I'm, I'm going to stand behind you. Say it. I'm going to tell you, that's God. Do it. 
I don't need to take credit for something somebody else is beautiful. We gotta now be able to do that. That's what my heart is totally changed. It's like okay, time. He says, push the people forward. Push them in their gifts. Push them. That's what you can't afford. Listen to me. Look at me. You can't afford to play with God. You gotta do what he said to do. And I'll tell you, I'm gonna push you now. If you don't do it, you're gonna be the blood will be on your hands, not mine. You can't afford it. He got us calling you into a new season, give you a new opportunity, and you may open up some new doors. And this is your chance to take advantage of it and say, I'm going to do what you said, God. I don't care what people think or what they said or who I used to be. They said, no, me. I remember him. Well, he did. That's what you remember. Because this is a new guy. Remember, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm encouraging all of us to walk in the newness. The, the newness of who God's called us to be. This is a whole new season. And for us to have made it here, we need to encourage you something. There's a whole lot of people that didn't make it here. If you made it here, young lady, I can't speak enough over your life. If he's got you up out of that bed, the question is why? But now he has something for you to do and to say. Okay, well, he could have left you in there. And I'm not just saying that there's no harm in it, but he's not doing it because he rose you up on yeah. purpose. And we got to learn purpose. Now, doesn't mean we didn't go through hardships. Didn't mean we didn't go through struggle. Doesn't mean there was pain. I know people, y'all look at me, y'all thinking, that this guy is always smiling. You have no idea what I'm thinking. Come on, tell Because there's many days. I'm glad he did. I can't even remember now. So when you talk to me now, my life has just been great. All the time. But I know that I'm going to share with you. That would be a lie to tell you nothing without a struggle. Okay, I can't tell you that. I just not going to go and rehearse all the problems and the pain I've been through. I'm not rehearsing that. I'm not giving him the credit. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to keep on changing. I'm going to keep on changing. I'm going to keep on trying to transform. Oh! My goodness. Let me share with y'all. Listen, listen. I just told y'all about the fingerprint, right? There's nobody else has it. Guess what else I just I discovered? No two butterflies have exactly the same Yet, the butterfly that is in the cat going through the metamorphosis process don't look like a butterfly. I said, I'm He said, it's okay to struggle and wiggle while you're in the cocoon, right? So you can get out. But he said, don't struggle and tell me who it is and how I made you. Just be it. Oh, did y'all hear that? That was God. He just said, he, he, the strike he put on you or the one he didn't give you was on purpose. But you're a butterfly now. You're no longer crawling. You can fly higher. You now can see things from a different perspective that you couldn't see nature along the ground. That's what elevation in, in the body of Christ and in the Word of God and getting to know who you are and who you are will do for you. It will change your perspective so that you can see from a godly perspective and no longer from. Now you get a, you got a little warning. 
from a different angle. Every one of them. I do not care what your struggle is. I do not care what your issue is. So let me help you. We all got one. Right? Put the word of God on yours. And you fix it. With God. To be who he called you to be. He called you. I did. And I'm not going to take it back. And he's not going to take it back. Gifts and calling come without the pen. That means he's not taking it back. Amen. The question is, how are you going to use it? That's right. Will you use it for God? And, oh my goodness, I, I, I got to stop. I got to go. I, I feel like God, is, this ministry is giving us a new start. Yeah, amen. And a new life. I, mean, I heard him say reset. That's amen. how we got we got here and he said, he said, that's the next next week I told him, we should be packed it back and we're going. Uh Pastor Ron said, just for this week for Easter. I said, no, we got to go back. <laughs> he said, just like that? Just like that. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what we do. I hear keep hearing reset. I keep seeing the children, right? I keep seeing the children. I didn't look at those chairs. Just thinking, haven't happened in two years. Come on, come on. It's important that these things get going. And not that we're going to do what we've always done. We're going to come in now. We're going to be able to, are we going to minister to the men? Or are we just saying we have a men's ministry? Ministering. Pastor, I need you to get the men together. I need you to call the men together. I need you to call the men together. I need y'all calling. It was beautiful. we got to get men because we're going to be speaking into the life of men. Because there's too many men who are not being men in our fatherless world. Mm. There's stuff we got to do. I'm sorry, we just stop playing. This ain't no Mickey Mouse, Disney World time. It's time to really get serious and help some people change lives. And, it's a, and, and men need to be ministered to. Taking women, I mean, all the things that we're taking up to it, let's do it. Amen. My God, this school is important. Uh, and I got to teach you here. I know I am excited with God because it's now time for us to get to these kids. And be there to minister to them spiritually. That's what's going to make a difference. Now, we got information. Uh, but information by itself is worthless. But information with revelation creates power. That's what God is doing. That's the difference you can make. We get ready to start some stuff. We get ready to start a, a, a program with the girls. Here at our school, uh, girls on purpose, but the real intent was Pastor Brown shared with me. We got me to hear this is true. And so Pastor Bruce said, Pastor uh, said in all of Pastor Brown, we got we got work to do. He said, come denominator, we just had in two, three weeks of school. And any issues we had in the three weeks of school with the few people that we did have an issue with, guess what the common denominator was? With boys. They were fathers, or their fathers weren't in the home. So guess what? I know you thought you were about raising people, raising kids. I did too. But now we need to be a father of the example to the, to the young men that he's given in our church. In fact, if y'all don't remember, about six or seven years ago, just about every leader that came in my presence had an issue with their father. And yet I needed to be a father to them. And he reminded me of that. And that's why this is so important. I didn't say this. 
You're going to trouble. I'm going to trouble. There's work to be done. Mm. We've got to be there and stand up. Huh. I don't know about you. I mean, with the jelly too. I'm ready to fly. Right? <laughs> 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 I, I, my wife said, someone, someone, my wife said, something old. I said, someone hasn't ended yet officially in yeah, September 22nd. Right. I said, I'm going to be a butterfly right. today. <laughs> 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 um, but you know what? It's 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 nice to be able to laugh about this. Right. Uh, Mary does a hard to you know. So I'm being funny on purpose, but again, not in my mind myself. But again, it is okay because I'm ready to fly. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And now we're united. We all God. But we're united. Uh, but we're united. But we're united, yeah. But we're not all united that way. We all, we all know. Amen. So I'm encouraged. My heart is excited. Uh, I believe in God. So we share with God. I do have a few announcements. I got to do the service over yesterday. We don't have to be, but I need to share this. All right. So I mean, I'm, I'm not struggling, but I'm having. So I heard God say to me, "Set." Right. And I there's one thing I just couldn't change. It is that we don't have a good one. I said the logo can never change. So God has always talked to me through the logo. And I started thinking about changing the name of the church. But you know, he was just taking away the faith harvest. But I was talking about Harvest Community Church or Faith Harvest Community Church. What y'all think of that? You like I, can I get a help me here with a show of hands? Faith, Faith Harvest Community Church. Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm here. I just, I want the church to be known not only just for our, as the worship center, which is what it was, but the community church is I wanted to connect with the school and the surrounding communities that we're open to. And so, something you got to do is word. We're in a day now of word. We're not changing that. We're not trying to alter that so they ain't what it is. Okay. <laughs> but we are community people. And God calls to commune with us. So I've been thinking about that whole community because it's not worship center. I don't think you can connect with the worship center as much as they could in the community. Just because of the day and age we live in. That's all. But, so, alright, I, I talked a bit about that. Um, that was one. I lost my train of thought. I had two things I wanted to share with you. One was the name, and the, and the other was what? Oh, God. He doesn't know me like that. He does know me. I'll remember again, but we're going to get ready for communion and uh, say, get ready for a tithe and offering. And uh, I do want to share that story. As they're coming forth with communicating, uh, I want to talk about uh, tithe and offering. And, and God, I, I want it set up with anybody who's here or not. We need the kiosk set up. Um, where the kiosk is, if you want to use, walk over and pay your time and offering on a, on a kiosk, you can. Um, we have that. It's, and it's even simple. You can go online. They've been putting in the QR code right there. They got them on everything. You go right online and do it. 
other than that, too, I like to do this. And there's uh, there's four followers, and there's at least ten people here that work for the church now. And if you work for the church, one of the things you can do is have your tithes and offerings come right out of your paycheck, just like Pastor Ray, Lady T, Pastor Bruce, Aaliyah. We all do this. Everybody, some people don't like to do this. They want to do this. Let's take another opportunity. And what I can tell you is, the reason I tell you this is I'm such a believer in tithes and offerings that I don't even miss an opportunity to sow. And how we can do this is, I tell, I tell my wife that listen, we ain't gonna worry about whether we dare or not dare. It's happening. It always happens. And that's what we do. So that's just another opportunity for those that are employed uh, by Harvest. Um, so we make it every way possible. And here's the truth of why do you think it's such an issue out of I want you to be blessed. Amen. Yeah. I'm blessed in my life. I really, really believe that. And I believe that. Being a tiger has made that difference in my life. So I just want to encourage all of you, uh, just all the different ways we have to do it. So it's not an issue. You know, uh, we're not going to beg. I'm not going to not love you any less if you don't. 